This cold is no joke. <laughs> Wowie. I don't know where this storm has come from. But boy, oh boy. It's definitely making me rethink about my retirement. <laughs> my retirement strategies, guys. Um, but anyways, good morning. Good afternoon, good evening. Wherever you may be, it's your boy Qualms. I'm sitting in my car. Watching the snow go by. Yes, guys, I'm watching the snow go by. Wondering, if, is it worth me even going to the gym? But I have a bigger, I have a bigger test. I have a bigger quest as I'm going away this weekend. So I need to do it. Plus, obviously, health is wealth. Um, so I've got to look after myself. And I feel if I don't go, I'm going to feel very, very lazy. So I'm going to go. Gonna slung it out in the gym, and um, yeah. But yeah, how's everyone? Hope everyone's well. Hope everyone's really well, apart from the the horrible weather that we are getting over here on these sides of the globe. Um, but yeah, flipping, not much else. I was just at work yesterday, guys, and I was just contemplating life, as you do. You know what I mean? You know, when you contemplate life, and you're like, why? Why am I doing this job? And like, I had an offer yesterday, like, not offers in like money, but it was kind of like an offer um, for, what was it, to work again, like today. And it was in, uh, was it Harvey Nicks? Harvey Nicks, and you have to stand. I said, okay, what do you have to do? He's like, oh, you just have to just stand there. So I was like, okay, what time's the shift? They're like, oh. From 1 till 10. 1 p.m. till 10, guys. I'd be brain dead. <laughs> I would be brain dead. And um, I did really did question. I said, what is the value of my life? You know what I mean? Is this what it's, uh, was this what it's come down to now? You know what I mean? I have to stand for a measly pound. You know what I mean? Like, how much pound am, uh, an hour? It's ridiculous. Absolutely ludicrous. But then on the other hand, you're like, who am I to complain? I shouldn't complain. You know, my my grandparents, my forefathers, they look at all they fought for. But did they fight for this? Did they fight for us to be like slaving away in a way, in a sense, in our in our jobs, in our day-to-day jobs? Because it is kind of like modern day slavery when you look at it. We're getting asked to do a job and we're not getting paid near enough or close enough the 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 job that we're doing for, do you know what I mean? Or we're getting paid for a job, but they ask us to do even more above and beyond. And then when you do question it <laughs> when you do question it, they always, you know, they kinda like they're oh, you're a bit ungrateful, do you know what I mean? But anyways it's not about that guys. I don't want to focus on that. I don't want to be ungrateful. I don't want to be deemed as I'm making excuses. It is what it is. If you need to get your money, get your money. If you need to work, you need to work. If you don't want to work, you don't want to work. And obviously you have to pay the sacrifice. But you have to make sure that you utilise your time. Utilise whatever you're doing. Um, and don't complain. That's the number one rule. Don't complain. Because <laughs> then you'll just feel that everything is coming up against you. But you do have those days. Yes, you do. But yeah, I was talking to my boy and he was just like, oh man, isn't it? Uh, they call him AK. Uh, <laughs> Akin. Oh, Kwame, man. We need to get... Hold up. We need to get out of this place. I was like, I know Akin, man. I know. Oh, 
they're making us work for enough for peanuts. I was like, I know, but it's, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. He's like, my friend, this is, we are, we are slaving away on our feet. And there are people in cars making money. Uber cars. I have a friend who's making money. So much money. And he's able to save. He's able to save. I was like, I know, working man. It's just, what do we do? I'm not staying, and this is a, a common thing that security guys. I'm not staying in this job for long. I'm telling you that now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you get people that have stayed in the job for like 20 years or so. So it's just like, because it's, cause it's like the easy money kind of thing. The aspect of it is easy money. <sighs> it's a trick. It's a trick. I know I can. It's a <laughs> Sorry, I'll keep going back into this way. Um, what else does he say? He was, you know what I mean? He's just like, look, we can't. We have to help each other. We can't do this, you know what I mean? Standing up. Yeah, you're getting money, but you, you know what I mean? Like, what? Well, by the time you're 50, 40, 50, you're going to be fit. You won't be able to walk because your body, you know what I mean? You've abused your body so much. Yeah, it might seem easy or it, seem, it might seem okay, but after a while it will take its toll. So it's. It's about making money the smart way, guys, isn't it? Having a good life, doing it the smart way. So that's all he was talking about. I was at this club, anyways, before I finish. I was at this, um, I was working, yeah, this place called Swingers. No, not like that. But it was a mini golf place. It's a Vitality, doing a, a, I don't know, a company party or something like that because they had a major announcement. It's probably announcing the profits and whatever. So I invited everyone from uh, nationwide or abroad that represent uh, Vitality and they all had, you know, fun, unlimited amounts of food and drink, what whatnot. And then um, I'm just looking at them, I'm like, it's Monday. <laughs> it is Monday and you lot are partying like it's a Friday. You know what I mean? You're like, wow. While there's people in their, in their offices, there's people, you know what I mean, slaving slave away. But people that are partying it up on a Monday, eating tacos and, and, and sweet potato fries, <laughs> burgers and pizzas and donuts, unlimited drinks, guys, I'm telling you. you know what I mean, so it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a world we can all live in. You just need to be smart enough to, to find out. But yeah, uh, that's my little, my little story. Well, it's not really a story, it's just what happened yesterday. Jeez, this weather. But um, yeah, just literally on my way to the gym. I'm gonna go and um, push it out the weights. Oh, there goes the radio. Um, yeah, but anyways, hope everyone's having a good day. Let me know what your plans are. What's the weather like on your side of the Atlantic? Please tell me it's not like this. If it is, I've. Well, no, actually, you lot get worse. I can't even complain because I know you lot get worse. I got a friend in Toronto, as I said. Uh, I said. I've, got a friend in, in Canada, Toronto, and he's, they get feet of snow, you know what I mean, or how much foot of snow, so, and it's really cold like this, this is what it's reminding me of, Toronto, so I'm just, <laughs> but yeah, I'm counting my blessings for now, but yeah, guys, I'll speak to you in a bit, Hey, my friend, Positive Vibes here, uh, just listening to your segment right now, and you're talking about the weather there in London. Um, here in Canada, surprisingly, like in Toronto, it's actually decent, right? And, you know, we get one of the worst uh, winters, I guess, right, uh, compared to maybe other places. Um, but I also want to add to the few points you said, right? And I feel like, you know, um, when, like about the no complaining, because I feel like the same way, but it does happen, right? Certain thoughts come in your head. But I think when we talk about it and we at least 
release our thoughts, whatever it is, right? Whether it's through social media or different ways, and we just don't hold on to it much uh, too long, it's all good, right? Because it does happen, those thoughts that come in your head and things of that nature and your feelings, right? Uh, it's all about moving forward. Uh, but I just wanted to call in those few thoughts, I guess. Uh, I hope all is well with you, my friend. Uh, have an amazing week, and uh, maybe we'll talk soon. Yes, guys, it's your boy, Kwam. Sorry, I'm going to keep it short and sweet. I've been trying to record, and it keeps cutting out halfway through and doing all stupidness. So I'm tired. I'm tired of this, so I'm going to keep it short. So anyways, I went to... Oh, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you may be. You're now listening to the voice of Kwams, a.k.a. Kwame. I hope you're all well. Thank you again for favouriting my channel, guys. Really do appreciate it. Thank you for the applause. Yes, you guys, thank you so much. Um, I really actually appreciate it. And I'm going to get straight into it, guys. I had So I had my hair cut today, yeah? I went... ProDirect, I don't know if you know this company, but basically it's ProDirect Soccer, ProDirect London. Um, they have like a shop in central London, like Carnaby Street, it's off Oxford Street. Uh, basically they were doing a thing where it's free haircuts for the whole day. Now you know me, or no, you, you don't know me, but if you know me, you know anything that comes free, I'm a do. Plus, I am black, and black people, when we have free as well, our ears will perk up. <laughs> so I heard that uh, we had three trims. There was three trims. So I, I got my ass down there quick ASAP because it was between, what, four and seven. So uh, I went down there. And I, but then on the way there, I was like, I was kind of doubting myself. I was like, boy, I'm going into an unknown territory right here. You know what I mean? Like, you know when you have, you have your certified barber, but then, like, you know, you're used to them, you're used to their system and everything like that. And then when you change it up, potentially things could go wrong. Potentially they can mess up your hair. They can mess up your hairline. And then you not only have to go back to your barber with them knowing that you, cut, they, that you went to go and cut your hair somewhere else, but it's the fact that <laughs> it's just embarrassing. Do you know what I mean? And it's funny how us as men, we feel a certain way when we go to different barbers. Do you know what I mean? It's a big risk. It's a big risk. So, yeah, potentially I, I could possibly have gone into hiding. I would have had to have gone, gone into hiding um, to... to to try and hide my hairline or to try and prevent people from knowing that I had a shitty hair, haircut. But anyways, I managed, yeah, I managed to meet up or go to the shop, get to the shop now. The guy's like, oh, you want to trim? I was like, yeah, fam, line me up. He's like, all right, cool. I'm going to line you up or do you want to line up or do you want a design? I was like, all right, cool. I was like, boy, let me get a design. Let me get a little sign different. Obviously, I'm going away this weekend, so... I was like, let me get something different. So it does it. As I'm doing it now, guys, listen, as I'm, he's about to start my hair, he, he stops the razor, he lifts up my, my hair, and he says, fam, look at this. I, he lifts it up, and he says, fam, who cut your hair? I was like, shit, like, you know when you get like, you, you're like, you don't know if they're saying, who cut your hair, because that's a sick haircut, fam, that's a sick lineup, or who cut your hair, because they fucked you up. Well, guys, it was it was <laughs> number two. So who cut your hair? I was like, ah, oh, it's that one, you know, my guy, like in you know, East London, blah blah blah. He's like, fam, he messed your hair up, fam. I was like, what? He's like, yeah, man, he messed your hair up. I was like, are you serious? He's like, yeah, he messed it up. Sorry, man, that's bad. He's like, what? I was like, bro, he's been cutting my hair for years. He's like, nah, man, that's that's a disgrace to the profession. 
Look what he's done to your hairline. I was like, wow. He's like, he's, ta- he's fully taking it back, fam. Fully taking it back. So I was like, oh my gosh, he's actually taking it back. So, yeah, but you know when someone says something to you and you, you don't know. <laughs> so he's like, oh, like, can you see that? He took your hairline back. And instead of saying, oh my gosh, like he actually took my hairline back. Oh shit, like, are you serious? It was kind of a, oh, yeah, yeah, I know about it. I know he fucked up my hairline. And so I'm, I'm, I'm agree with you so I don't look too bad. Like, I don't look too stupid. <laughs> so that's what I've done. So I was just kind of like, yeah, yeah, man. Oh, man, I gave him another chance and he messed it up, in it. He messed it up again. Like, But obviously, deep down or inside, I was like, fuck. He's been, <laughs> excuse me. He's messed up my hairline, man. Shit. <laughs> so I was proper like, Upset deep down inside, but yeah, what can you do? Um, so yeah, anyways, he's just so we're talking, we're talking, and he's educating me. This is what I like as well, guys. When you get a haircut, someone that educates you, he's telling me about you know, you see, your hairline should be here. I'm gonna draw you the line where your hairline should be. So he showed me, I was like, Raw, it's got, okay, so it's be there, yeah, he's like, yeah, fam, it should be there. I was like, okay, say nothing, man. So he's continuing the haircut. I'm asking, you know, so how did how how did you learn? Like, what? How long have you learned to be cutting hair? He said, "From, it took me a year still." I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> a year? <laughs> Damn, shit! I'm risking my hairline, yeah, potentially again. It could it could potentially be worse for a year, a year worth of haircuts." So I was like, "Okay." I was like, "Well, what, did you go to college? You went to school? Where's from? I learned it off YouTube, YouTube." YouTube. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> YouTube. <laughs> my man learned it off YouTube. I was like, raw. But you know what, guys? Hundred percent, I agree. Like, you can learn anything off YouTube. You can learn anything off the internet. And like he even said, he said, but sometimes you can learn the wrong things. Do you know what I mean? You can wrong, learn the wrong way of doing something. But guys, I actually feel like after the haircut that he gave me he knows what he's he actually knows what he's doing and the fact that he's trimmed a lot of uh, people in the music industry and you know the London a lot of London music artists and a few footballers as well which is good um, so I kind of knew I'd done my little research beforehand because obviously you've got to do your research and then also I checked out the trims that he'd done before I went into the chair because obviously you always have up until then to decide whether you want to take the trim whether you agree to it or not do you know what I mean so I saw that and I was like, nah, he's actually all right. You know what I mean? So anyways, we're talking, talking, talking. He's actually a nice brother, you know what I mean? We had a good chat, uh, talking about football a little bit, talking about the music scene. And then, uh, yeah, just finished off. And I was just like, rah. And you know what? Like, I've done this twice now where I've taken um, taken a chance and someone else has cut my hair and it's actually turned out to be good both of the times. So I'm actually happy. So the moral of the story is, guys... <laughs> Try something different, you know what I mean? Like, don't just go settle for the same thing. Yeah, it's nice. Because then, one, you never know when that same thing might just go away. Do you know what I mean? Nothing lasts forever. Your barber might decide to move country or something like that. Then what are you going to do? Or they might, you know, increase their prices. You know what I mean? Extortionate prices. The thing that gets me, though, guys, yeah, the thing that my barbers, yeah, love him to pieces. But he even, you know, man, they talk the talk as well. And you know what I mean? Like, he's saying about... You know, you get what you pay for. I should raise my prices because I know I'm good. I know I'm the best. I know I'm I'm the best barber. So, and it's like, I've been paying my man to take my hairline back 
<laughs> oh my god. Oh gosh. I've been paying extortionate prices for someone to take my hairline back like that. It hurts. It hurts. But you know what I mean, that's just life, that's just how it goes. At least someone told me, do you know what I mean? And to the people that have been watching me the whole week that I've got had my hair cut, you haven't said nothing, you haven't uttered one word. So I, I'm actually ashamed of you. The fact that you'd actually let a brother walk out with his hairline back or whatever. I don't know. I don't know if it looks weird or not. I didn't know if it looked weird. To me, it looked all right. But, you know what I mean? That's just, I guess to a professional eye, they will know for sure. They will know. But it would be nice to hear some of your barber or your barbering, your hairdresser, um, you know, stories. If you have any stories, did you go to hairdressers and they messed up your hair? They blow dried it wrong? You know what I mean? They put the wrong thing in it and it, your hair started falling out or it changed colour. You meant to dye it one colour and it come out a different colour. Same with brothers, you know what I mean? You had to go, you couldn't get your hold of your normal barber. He was away on holiday or he was sick or something like that. So you had to go to the next man and he messed up your hair. Let me know, I want to hear. You know what I mean? Let me hear some stories so I don't feel too bad. <laughs> but yeah, guys, I just thought I'd give you that. Um, so yeah, have a good evening. I'll speak to you soon. All right, peace.